Hello everyone, this is your princess in suburbia, princess of suburbia. My name is Dr. Princess Fumi Hancock. I'm an African princess that's living in diaspora. I'm a board certified psychiatric mental health doctor of nurse practice in Arizona. And of course, people call me your life rehab ambassador. And I'd like to call myself your compassionate. Let's say that, let's say that again, your compassionate trauma care maestro so i have a moral question for you this morning and here it goes if you had lost a parent if you had lost a child if you had lost a significant other if you had lost somebody that is very dear to you to COVID 19 would you still support donald trump as the president let me say that again if you had lost a loved one to COVID-19, either directly related to COVID-19 or indirectly their way of suicide or anything else, would you still support our current president? I tell you, this morning, I woke up this morning with that question on my heart. I woke up just thinking, my God, uh, this time last year, right? Uh, yesterday, we talked about um, 9-11, you know, all the experiences that we had at 9-11 in New York City. And I remember that I was living in that area. As a matter of fact, I actually worked in one of the buildings. And I tell you, when we were celebrating, well, I say celebrating, I'm just thinking about 9-11 a few days ago, all the emotions, all the chaos, everything that surrounded that attack just came flooding in. And so I woke up this morning just asking that pivotal question when I saw that the number of people that we have lost to COVID-19 is almost 200,000. And that it's also projected by, by reliable sources that if we keep what we're doing right now on, that by January, we would have lost about 400,000. And so my question is, if you had lost, if you had lost a loved one, would you still get up? and support Donald Trump as the president. Would you still get up and say, well, forget the mask because it doesn't exist? Would you say that, right? So um, last night I, I watched that some people were actually in life, real life. They were being interviewed at one of these um, rallies. And uh, an older guy comes up to the mic and said, well, if I die, I die. You know, if I die, I die. And then one other person said, oh, it's just a hoax that was, you know, that was created by some left-wingers or right-wingers. Now, let me tell you this, right? I am not necessarily a political person when it comes to America. Now, in Africa, yes, I'm known to be political. And here, but I've never been, right? I've always been quiet. I've always just literally watched. I've always just focused on just health, the health of my people, the health of those that I serve, the vulnerable people that I serve from ages four all the way to 90 some. But we are in a situation right now where we have to get off the fence. Many of us have to get off the fence and you've got to speak out. You've got to say something. And what is saddening to me right now is the fact that you have people somehow, somehow, for I don't know how this is happening, that they're hearing with their own ears what 
our leader is saying, they are seeing it for themselves. They can conclude it, right? And yet, and yet, they believe the lies. They believe things that are not true. As a board-certified psychiatric mental health, a doctor of nurse practice, I see in my practice on a daily basis how people test positive. So I know it exists. I not only see that, I see people that are actually dying of COVID-19. And I'm telling you, even right now, as much as we want to believe that everything is going lower, everything is lowering and all this kind of stuff, people are still dying of this. I know people that are close that have died of it. I know colleagues that are nurse practitioners, nurses, physicians, PTs that have died of it. And now what we're seeing now, the trend that we're seeing now are teachers that are actually dying at age 24, at age 44, at age 57, at age 20, dying of this. And, and this is the conclusion that I've drawn. The conclusion that I've done is that people who don't care do not care because mm, they don't know anybody personally that have passed from it. People don't care about each other because they feel like, well, as long as I'm feeling fine, as long as it doesn't touch me, as long as my children are safe, as long as my loved person is safe, well, what could go wrong? right? Why do I need the mask? After all, I'm safe. And we have in a country that people like us who are immigrants came because of the milk and honey, we came because of the promise that we can be somebody in this country without prejudice, without racism, and to see the magnitude of what's going on is frightening. And I, I sit here and for the first time, I can say to you, I'm afraid for my children. I'm afraid for my black princes that are born in America. I'm afraid for them. I'm afraid that they can go out someday and somebody might accost them. I'm not even talking about the police because, frankly, when I was a social worker, the police helped me a lot. So we're not talking. So when we're talking about defunding, people are getting it twisted. The fact remains that our police officers need help. They need psychiatric help. They need psychological testing. They need help because something is broken. When you are being caught live on camera and you still persist on what you're doing, something is broken. And when we as a nation get up and we stand and we look and we stand for what is wrong, then something is completely broken. Then which means the spirit of America is completely broken. The spirit that is running rampant now is, is self-centered spirit that don't care about anybody else but, but, but us. Now, my question again. If you woke up this morning and somebody called you and told you that your son or your daughter or your father or your mother or better yet two or three of your family members just passed because of covid will you still stand up and say oh well they might have caught him saying some things but hmm, would you still support your current president i tell you as a as a board certified Psychiatric mental health doctor of nurse practice. 
We live in a, such a dangerous time right now that if we continue on in this path and we continue to not stand for what is evil, we continue to look beyond and just ignore things and just say, oh, whatever, because it, you know, after all, I don't even know anybody, you know, none of my family members is passed, so why do I have to, you know, believe the hype, right? Because to some people, COVID is a hype. Would you still stand? And the truth is, I've seen many people that have turned because of this. Because now they have a personal history with COVID. And now you see them turning. Because this is frankly not a party thing. It's not a partisan thing. It's not about blue, green, white, red. It's not about it. It's about human lives being lost. It's about people being lost. Can we get that? And I tell you, it amazes me when I look at some of these polls and I still see people going after something that is completely lies. Somebody gets up to you in front of you, is, is not misquoted, is nothing. He gets up and he tells you, frankly, I don't like you. He does things that show you that I do not, that he doesn't like you. And yet, and yet, you believe that that's better. Now, I'm not saying that anybody is perfect. Nobody is perfect, but I choose life over death. Enough of people dying because we have leaders that are masquerades that are parading themselves. Leaders, leaders tell the truth regardless of what. Leaders do not try to defend the undefendable. Leaders get up and say, hey, this is the situation and this is how we're going to do it. Leaders, leaders do not make excuses. Leaders do not take situation that is glaring and then try to twist it and make people believe the others. Leaders are not authoritative. Leaders do not work at erasing somebody else's legacy. That is somebody that is narcissistic, sociopathic, and sadistic. Leaders, you don't have to agree with each other, but leaders do not spend their lifetime trying to erase somebody else's legacy. Leaders, leaders, true leaders, true leaders, do not stand on one side and then while they watch the others. Leaders do not call true protesters. Leaders and all kinds of, you know, frankly, that's another topic for another day. Because what if, my question is, what if these people have been planted? Because I tell you what, my children have been to some of these and a lot of the college students that are demonstrating, they do it peace, peacefully. So you have people that have been planted, coming in, looting, doing all kinds of things. And, and then you look around and say, oh yeah, they're demonstrators. All of them are the demonstrators doing the looting and all kinds of stuff. So I go back to my question again. If you had a personal experience with COVID-19, if somebody called you and you got a call today and you were told that your son passed, if you were called and you were told that your daughter overdosed 
on something because if you were called that your mother blew her brains out. Now, these are real stories that I know. These are real stories that happen. I'm not talking, I'm not making these stories up because these are stories, my personal stories, which you still stand and support the current president. Well, until next time, be inspired, be motivated, be of sentimental value, understand that you are the hero in your life story. Do not allow anybody to write, rewrite your story. This is a pivotal moment. Stand up for justice, stand up for truth. And let me tell you, for those who are Christians, believers like myself, who don't believe in abortion and don't believe in this, but let me tell you something. Would you believe lies? Would you believe somebody that doesn't even know the Bible, doesn't, I mean, held the Bible and turned it upside down? Now, there's the person that you believe in because he says he believes no abortion. It's a sad day in America. And the fact that they still say you make America great. America can be great if we do the right thing. America can be great if we start to look and say, let me take care of the other person. I'll put on my mask just so the other person is safe. America can be great again. It's not about money. It's not about economy alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we want the economy too. The fact still remains that dead people do not go after money. Tell it to the 200,000 that have died right now because somebody chose, made that choice for you. Not to tell you, but to lie. And yet you're going to vote for that person. Now that tells me a whole lot that this is not the America that I knew. Until next time inspired and this is dr hancock dr princess fumi hancock saying bye now